This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too. So they're ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Christopher Schindler. Has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Play down the left and Moy stayed onside. Here's Mounier! 2-0 Huddersfield Town on the opening day of the Premier League. One two wicket from the here's Moy right footed! 1-0 Huddersfield Town! Lindelof misses his header, De Quattro's in, round De Gea! 2-0 Huddersfield Town! 2-0 Huddersfield Town! Here's Zanka to turn it into the back yes. Yes. And Tommins scores! <laughs> Tommins has scored! One of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history! De Quattro's forward, De Quattro's got the better yes. <laughs> And Laurent De Quattro scores! Laurent De Quattro scores! How does it feel when you treat me like you do, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the warm-up episode 45. A win on the weekend means we're banishing the Blues and looking forward to the midweek encounter against Birmingham. Joining me, your host, Brady Frost, to preview the match against Birmingham City, is Joe Scott, whose appearance certainly isn't out of the blue these days. How are you, Joe? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks for having me back on. That's all right. Thanks for coming back on, mate. Enjoyed the little wave there. For the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and uh, joining Joe and I is uh, Marcus Wilkinson, who's going to bring some blue sky thinking to the podcast, aren't you, Marcus? I hope so. I do hope so. I'll try my best anyway. That's the right answer. How are you doing? Obviously, you've <laughs> been, uh, been on before this season, but good to have you back. Yes. I think I've, I have did the Sheffield United one previously this season, so second one of the season. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yes, because I remember, because you predicted a 2-1 win, and I remember looking at you like, you're crazy, man. I know, I did, yes, yeah. <laughs> so, good omen, good omen to have you on, we'll see, unless you let's, predicted a loss. I hope so. No, no. <laughs> we will see, we will see. Anyway, boys, Josh is away this week, which means I'm in charge of Trash Talk, and it's time for Trash Talk. And if you come back at me, we'll have a f***ing right sort out here, <laughs> alright? And you can pair up if you like, and you can f- pick someone else to help you and you can bring your f***ing dinner 
Because by the time I'm finished with you, you'll fucking need it. So you've both been on, so you know how it goes. I'm going to give you a related question to the game, and you're going to bark between each other about how many you can name of this particular question. So, Joe, you won last time, I believe. Made James fall on his sword, so to yeah. speak, in questions. Um, so you can get your bidding first. So we're playing Birmingham, as uh, we are the Birmingham preview pod. And I'm sure you know they've had quite a few managers over the years. Um, quite well, a lot more than town. Um, I want you, your question this week for Trash Talk for both of you, is Joe, I want you to give me your opening bid for how many Birmingham managers you can name. So this is permanent managers, not caretakers. Right. Yeah, weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not too confident on that one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a measly three. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a I think that's a good shout to be fair. Some interesting names came up. Ma- mm. uh, Marcus, can you beat three? I'm gonna go four. Oh, look at that! Very very to the point. <laughs> Joe, can you go five? Or is Marcus talking? I'm, I'm scanning. I'm really going through, and I can't. I don't think I can. I don't want to make myself look prat and, and say yeah. <laughs> so okay. no. All right, just <laughs> the coward's way out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Marcus, four. Can you name four Birmingham managers? So I'm going to start the clock. You've got thirty seconds, and your time starts now. Lee Bowyer. Yep. Ata Koanka. Yeah. Chris Hutton. Harry Redknapp. He's done it. He's done it. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Redknapp. That's the uh Yeah. Yeah, was it about 2017, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um he, he signed Alex Song. Do you remember who played for Arsenal? Yeah, Barcelona. yeah. Barcelona, yeah. Some weird, weird and wonderful signings. <laughs> well remember, yeah. yeah. Redknapp. Wow, fair play. I just Redknapp. can't picture that at all. Yeah, wow. I'd be interested. See, we've not got a Birmingham fan on this week, uh, but I'd be interested to see what they thought of his time at the club because I think he kept them up, didn't he, on the last day of the season? But uh, he did, yeah. I think they had uh, financial difficulties at the time, didn't he? So, uh, mm. it was he had his hands tied on quite a few things, if I remember. Yeah, well, you know what Harry's Harry Redknapp's like, I'm sure he didn't make it about him anyway. Um, <laughs> we're gonna move on. Uh, sorry. Bringing the red nap slander there. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on. I'm going to talk a little bit about the game. So, uh, just talking about Birmingham. So, we are recording um, while some matches in midweek are happening. So, recording on Tuesday night. Um, but at time of recording, Birmingham are 19th from the table after 12 matches with three wins, three draws, and six defeats. So, Birmingham actually haven't won in the last six games and they lost three in a row coming into this match. Uh, I was having a look at some of the formations we've played this year. Um, play three at the back, a lot like town. Uh, and I thought what was quite interesting was play West Brom, lost uh, 1-0 at the weekend. But West Brom played a 3-4-3, a formation town like to play, and Birmingham matched them in an away game. So that could be a bit of an interesting one looking ahead for tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, just uh, I'm going to carry on talking because I understand my voice. But uh, just a quick look uh, into the stats too. Um, I was having a little bit of a look at the XG. I like to bring up my stats when we've got Marcus on because he's uh, specialised in that before. Uh, and their expected goals are actually averaging about 1.5 per match. However, they've only averaged actual uh, an XG of 0.8, which suggests they're not really scoring the chances they're creating, which is quite interesting. Um, the one, and then I'm going to come to you, Marcus. Um, an interesting one was... 
Birmingham have conceded in terms of 15-minute periods in the game. They conceded the most amount of goals in these 15 periods in the first 15 minutes. So we saw how Hull, uh, Town started brightly against Hull and got a goal early on. Could be a similar uh, bit of joy for Town if they start early. Um, but I'll stop talking now. I'll come to you, Marcus. Um, how do you think Town should approach this game, given we look at Birmingham's form and the win on the weekend? Um, I think... I don't think we should change too much, if I'm honest. Um, I think the way that we've been playing, um, I think, you know, like you say, looking at the stats there, they haven't won in the last, I think it's, one second, was it six games, six, seven games? Yeah. They haven't actually won. And um, like you said, they've lost the last three on the bounce and they haven't scored in five. Um, so I do think, you know, there's no reason to change what we do. Um, they might change personnel a little bit, try to go a little bit more aggressive and, you know, perhaps even go into a 3-5-2 and perhaps play Jukovic and probably try Dini up front, so it's more of a scrap. Um, but in terms of what we should do, I don't think we should prepare any differently to what we do every other game. I think, you know, we're, we've kept a few clean sheets recently and, you know, we're actually, we're actually looking all right. Um, I do feel like we probably need to score more goals, but... You know, with the with the strikers we've got, we know we're not the most prolific, but we are finding a way to win games. And I think when you do find a way to win a game, you know, I think that's a that's a sign of a good team. And at the moment, we're you know we're probably above where we all expected to be after twelve games. No one has expected us to be in the playoffs. Um, so you know, it's huge credit to Carlos, and I think the recruitment as well this year has been really good. So um, I won't I won't look to change it too much. No, I think, that, I think that's a very good point, mate. And, and Joe, obviously, we've I've talked a little bit about stats there um, and Marcus has touched on the run, but runs in terms of good form or bad form, they do have to come to an end. Uh, do you see that happening in this match or, or do you think Huddersfield have too much for Birmingham? Uh, no, normally, I'd, I'd agree and I'd think, oh, yeah, well, they haven't won in ages, they're bound to. We, we, we've been on a great run, we're bound to lose eventually but I'm, I'm confident going into this I think uh, it's quite nice that that almost the situations are flipped really with us in Birmingham like a few years ago we were in their position where we're just not scoring uh, we're on a, a dismal run like if we go, go a goal down you know there's absolutely no chance of us getting back in the match I think they're a bit like that at the moment um, their scoring record's awful um, I was reading that they've only got five assists between a lot of them this whole season compared to our 13. So I think that just screams a team that's not really playing that well together and that's a, a bit desperate. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually confident that we'll, we'll, we'll get a good result um, tomorrow. Well, I like to hear boys, a lot of positivity. Yeah. Um, it, it's quite interesting though, because, you know, I think you'd argue when you look at the teams on paper, I'd argue Birmingham have probably got a better strike force than us. You think of Troy Deeney, Jukovic, mm. Scott Hogan, um, so it's it's a really interesting point that you lads both make that they don't um, they're not really scoring many despite I would say they have the better strike force than us um, yeah. in terms certainly in terms of centre forwards but Joe I'll because um, I spoke to you last who have you picked from Birmingham as a as a key player for this one I've uh, I've actually gone for Djokovic if he starts mm-hmm. just because he always seems to step it up against us like he's obviously fired up he he had a bit of a term on loan with us didn't he a while ago and. And he got absolutely abused by some of our fans, um, which I think has led to him just being so up for uh, for doing it against us. So yeah, I think I think he's going to be one to watch. Um, they, they also quite like a high ball and quite direct 
football. So I think if they're going to get anything, he's going to be key, uh, and we need to we need to battle him um, and stop him stop him doing his business. Uh, I think that's a good shout. He's he, he's a good um, he's a good championship striker, isn't he? You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think he played one in the squad. I thought I saw was it last season? I think we were kind of linked back with him. I don't know if there was any truth in that, but I I would have taken it to be honest. But uh, yeah, very good, very good shout, uh, Marcus. What about yourself? Who have you picked from Birmingham as a key? Um, a similar kind of player, um, but as I touched on earlier, you know, I think he might look to be more aggressive, and there's no better man to be more aggressive than Troy Deeney. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think he's hit the ground running. You know, the big homecoming and you know all the media coverage it got and whatever else. So I think he's got a bit of a point to prove as well. Um, in a strike partnership, probably with Jukovic or or Hogan, you know, I think that that could work well for them personally. Um, I hope it doesn't, um, but I think yeah, I think I'd be really up for it, and I'm pretty sure that Pearson and Lee's Colwell, whoever he plays at the back, will, will have a real battle on the hands. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Troy Deeney on that one. Yeah, good one. Uh, as I'm sure town fans will remember, uh, good job Akuna is not playing because uh, Troy Dini went for the back of him. Yeah, I was just, just going to say I remember that. He, yeah. Dini seems to love going in hard against us. I'm not sure what that's about, but yeah, I remember that that particular challenge. It's, you know, you know what he talks about other teams and not having cojones. It's just you know <laughs> all that, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> well, uh, I. Good, uh, interesting that you both picked strikers. I've actually picked um, a winger, so um, it's uh, I'm going to get his first name wrong, I think, with the pronunciation, but Tahif Chong. Uh, so he's uh, on loan from Manchester United. Uh, was at Club Bruges and Werder Bremen, so played at um, some other clubs on loan uh, in last year. But he's he's a left-footed winger, but he's been playing on the right. Uh, so we know, obviously, Sporting Town, we know how effective inverted wingers can have been for us. Uh, but he, he's also played an attacking midfielder, particularly when they've gone for two strikers up front. And he, when it, he's one of those players where I must admit I've not watched him loads, but whenever I've seen him, he certainly passes the eye test. He looks quite an interesting player, looks quite quick, quite skillful. Um, he's not really got the best. Um, I don't think he's actually registered an assist or a goal yet, <laughs> so it's a bit weird that I'm picking him as key player. But I think he's one of those players that if I was a defender in this game wouldn't look forward to playing against because they'll drag you about uh, and maybe create a space for others, you know, but not necessarily get the assist. But so uh, I think he's one to watch out. So they do have a lot of attacking threat. But... Got, yeah, they've got a few. I think the overall squad, they've got some real good depth in there. You know, Ryan Woods in midfield, he's a real good player um, from the central central positions. And I think on the other wing as well, I don't know if he's played too much, but Jeremy Bella. Mm. I think uh, I think he's scored and, and got an assist as well, so I think he'd be he'd be one to look out for because you know I, I know he's a, a really good young player. So again, hopefully he doesn't he doesn't play too well tomorrow night. Here's hoping, mate. I'm, I remember uh, I think James was um, uh, sorry James Whitaker, who we all know has been on this podcast before. I think he's a big Jeremy Bell fan, or he's or certainly has given him a fair stick of stick when we've been watching him play, Joe. I think uh, James, who's obviously fresh from his uh, Webington walk, he couldn't, he couldn't make it. He's got tired little feet. So can't <laughs> yeah. uh, all anyway. for a good cause. All for a good all cause. for a good cause. Exactly. Race over thirty-five k. I saw not just James. The whole <laughs> everyone who took. Yeah. Um, so well done on everyone who took part in that. Yeah. Um, but I will. I will move on because uh, we're a town podcast, and as we both, as we all know, lads, we're doing well at the moment. 
four, I think it's five wins and six at home. Uh, so looking pretty good. Um, Marcus, who have you picked out as a key player in this game from the Huddersfield Town side? Um, probably the man on a lot of people's lips at the moment and probably the most obvious one, but I'm going to go Sauber Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with them playing a back three, I know we'll come up, uh, I think, against a couple of sides playing a back three, but I think you know playing a back three sometimes leaves you a little bit exposed and I think he'll get a lot of time a lot of time on the ball and you know he has been hurting teams this season when he's had that time so I'm going to going to go with him you know he's direct running um his crosses and you know he's been getting in the right areas as well so I think I think he'll play a big part for us Oh, 100%. I mean, we could we could all wax lyrical about how good Silver Thomas has been. Um, so I, I think it's, although it's a very, very yeah, obvious one, I still think it's a safe one. Yeah, absolutely. But Marcus, <laughs> well, you've not been on since since the Chef went, uh, Chef United game. Sorry, got to yeah. get my Sheffield's right. Um, obviously, Silver's <laughs> has been amazing, but is, has anyone else kind of stood out for you? I know I'm putting you on the spot a bit here, but um, who have you been impressed with? Because I think there's been a lot of impressive performances, uh, I would say, recently. Yeah, I touched on the recruitment before. I think, you know, the three lads at the back, I think it will, I've got four lads at the back, in, including Lee Nichols. I, I remember saying it on the Sheffield United podcast, the uh, one that I did then, um, you know, about his calming, his calming influence and his shot-stopping ability. Um, but like I said, the back three, um, the experience of, of Tom Lee's, you know, Pearson and, you know, the young lad in Colwell, I think they've all been all been really good. Um, so, so yeah, I think I think they'll be all key players for us, and you know, obviously O'Brien's been playing really well after his new contract, and you know, quite a few players have been playing really well, but I think the young lads at the back definitely. Yeah, I'd, I'd echo that. I don't think we went out and signed any stars, did we? But um, we really showed up our defence, and I think Nichols. I mean, if you take Sober Thomas out, I think Nichols could well be up there with one of the signings of the season because he's been so good for us. He's transformed us. Like, I love Schofield, and there's obviously a great player in there, but I think Nichols is exactly what we needed. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he's been awesome. I think a comment from Jonathan Ogg earlier on in the season. I can't remember who was with the club main website or something, but he actually referred to we've got real men in there now. Yeah. Um, you know, with the experience of Pearson and Leeds and Nichols and Cosy, what what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You know, the other experienced pros coming in. So I think that's what, like you say, we haven't signed, as you look at it on papers, exciting signings. But I think we've got the right signings for this league and, you know, that bring the right experience to the team. And I think that's what we've lacked in recent years. Yeah, 100%. 
Yeah. And uh, here's my insight. Love that Lee Nichols is a bit of a shit house as well. Love that time wasting, wind up the opposition fans. We don't have many players like that, and I know it's. I, a bit I of think a... he's been asked with some of them time wasting cards. So uh, there's a couple where he hasn't even got a warning. I'm sure, which is, seems a bit harsh to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do, I do like. I do like... Everyone loves the shit house, don't they? Everyone oh, loves the absolutely. And <laughs> you know, I'm, we're all joking it, but I do think that's quite. Um, you know, as uh, as Danny Cowley would always say, uh, small margins in elite sport. And I do think we've missed a player who can get under the skin um, mm. of the opposition. You know, it's all those little things that kind of add up. Um, but Joe, um, we've, I mean, clearly from this pod, we could talk, because we're winning, we're doing well, we could talk about any player and make a case for them and how good they've been. But who did you pick for this game as key player? Uh, I, I was going to go sober as well, but I'll quickly pivot and... Uh... For, for the interest of this podcast, I'll say uh, Sinani. He, he was the other one on my list. I think he's growing every match. And I think in in this sort of uh, game, it could be quite attritional. Um, and I think we'll want him to get on the ball, go running at uh, Birmingham's defence and, and try and find a pass. And I think he looks really nice for that. And yeah, as I said, I think he's growing into every game. And I think he's just ready to burst either with a goal or or another assist. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think he could be the man. Yeah, that's who I'd pick, Joe. I think like, this could be a game where he gets a goal because he's been a bit unlucky, hasn't he? Um, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. He's not definitely far off. Some chances he should have done better with, but he's also he's also been unlucky. Um, yeah. yeah, no. So uh, I will qu- quickly pivot as well. <laughs> like um, I'm I'm going to do what Josh normally does. Um, so I, I'd pick Sinani for this, but I'm going to go with Lewis O'Brien because I think you lads are spot on. Uh, we saw Hull, they like to quite rough house us a little bit. And, you know, when they saw the ref wasn't, you know, going to give much, he, they played up to it and made quite a few fouls. And I think you look at this Birmingham team, I remember Harley Dean, who, who plays at the back for them. I remember when we've played him a couple of times, he, he likes to get his you know, foot in there. And I feel you're right, particularly the strikers, they'll be up for roughing up the, the back three that we have. So um, I think Lewis will be so key to that because we saw he got, you know, he got kicked uh, quite a lot on Saturday and he still got going, obviously, had that head injury um, and he just kept going. And like you say, Marcus, has been playing so well uh, since he signed his new contract. It looks like he's got a real real kind of fire in his belly to, to keep going. And, you know, we all know how good Lewis O'Brien can be. And um, I think if he can maintain consistency this season, um, you know, we're going to really struggle to keep him coming in the season. Um, but obviously, signing a new five-year deal. And as we all know, if you sign a five-year contract, you stay for the entire contract. That's never happened. Uh, <laughs> no one ever leaves during that. Never, but, um, yeah, Lewis never. has been been amazing. So, um, yeah, that's my key player. Um, anyway, <laughs> we'll stop talking about him. So we're going for a bit of a shorter pod this week. So uh, there's no no Birmingham fan to speak to this week. So no view from the other side. Uh, and Josh isn't here to get all Peter Kay on us and take us back in time. So uh, we're just going to go to everyone's favourite section. It's Return to the Mac. Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. De Plax has got the better yes! <laughs> And Laurel De Plax has scored! Okay, so you've heard the jingle. 
now it's time for the players. So, Marcus, take us down memory lane. Who are you bringing back from uh, from Town's past for this one-off match? Um, it could be quite an interesting one and quite a controversial one, bearing his links to the team down the road. Um, but I th- remember when he was at Town, he was he was really good for us actually in in the strike force that we had. So I'm going to go with Jermaine Beckford. Um, yeah, I think he had a, a one in three strike rate at Uddersfield. I think it was like eight goals in 20 games or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I just remember he always, I think a lot of them was winners as well. I think he got six six winners in them mm-hmm. out of them eight. So, you know, at the time he was actually quite an important player for us. But obviously, aside from the Leeds link, I think, you know, we, we need someone who can score goals up front because we, we, we don't really have and out and out goals go and I think at the minute it'd, it'd be perfect for us yeah I think um, I think that's right We're, there's actually quite a bit of love for Jermaine Beckford on this pod because I think I've picked him before and Joe you we, I think we've talked about this but um, you know he he kept us up that's season. yeah yeah no yeah I mean he he more than uh, removed that Leeds tag from his back for me I, I, I really like him yeah he did such a good job for us um, at, like completely galvanised the team and you're right we, we were We'd probably be really gone down if it weren't for his goals um, and everything else he did. No, I think that's a great shout, actually. Yeah, lot of Beckford love, and he's a nice guy. You know, when you listen to him, I know he's got the Leeds connection, but you know, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter about Leeds. He's a funny guy as well. Like he knows how to wind wind opposition yeah, fans. We're, again, which... we're talking about that shit as we before. Won't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly, he'd be perfect for that with his charisma. <laughs> It's a shame we don't name pods based on what we've said because I'd, I'd just go for the shit house preview for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but that's a really good shout, Marcus. Um, Joe, who have, you, who have you gone for? I've gone for uh, Anthony Pilkington. Oh, lovely. Because uh, I absolutely loved him. Um, and I remember even as he, he got older, didn't he? And we were linked with him a few seasons ago, I think. Uh, I'd have loved to have him back even, even as a 30-year-old or whatever he was. But yeah. I've gone for him just because I remember him being so incisive and, and just going at defenders. And I think that's what we need uh, tomorrow. Birmingham are obviously quite weak at the moment. I think mm. we need we need to just get in the faces from the off and, and go at them. And yeah, if we get an early goal, they're going to be absolutely finished, I think. Uh, so yeah, I'd go for Pilks. What a player. Oh, no, you, I know what you're player. a big fan of Pilks. So uh, very, very good player. Um, I've, I've gone for a play, another player, I think... I know you like Joe, not just doing this because you're on the pod. Yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> this is Joe's podcast, Rampicking Players. Um, <laughs> he's actually playing for Birmingham now, uh, but I bring him back, particularly in his 2013 14 season, where we're on the club's player of the year, uh, Adam Clayton. I just think he'd be quite good in this in this team. Uh, scored seven goals in that season as well. And I don't know. Um, I know he's not the kind of Moy creative midfielder, but I just I think you can't underestimate a goal scoring midfielder, particularly under Carlos's team, where we seem to share the goals, uh, unless you're, you know, a defender uh, from a set piece. But yeah, uh, I think he'd be really good in this team. Um, but I don't think he's going to win the poll, um, given given how things left. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I've got the plate. He would fit in well. Um, yeah, and the I beard. Was sure about his, I was never sure about the beard, to be honest. It yeah. was weird. I liked the passion, but it was very weird. <laughs> How would you do <laughs> your blue and white one? You go for your hair on top, blue and white. 
Oh, lovely. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we know it's win beard contest out of those three, but uh, I think I think that's going to be. I think Pilks is going to take it, but we will see. We will see. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's um it's time for you're the boss. So, um, Marcus, I think this has been a bit of an interesting one in recent weeks because we're playing well and the classic. You don't really want to change your winning side too much. Um. Obviously, we played on Saturday. Some some players did miss out. Karoma uh, being the obvious one. Uh, have you made any changes from the from the team uh, on Saturday? Just the one, um, and it's probably hard done by. Um, but I'd probably play Fraser Campbell instead mm-hmm. of Danny Ward, um, just for the pure fact of a bit of energy up front. Obviously, Ward's been working his socks off, and and you know done a lot for us, and put really good shifting. But I think I'd just freshen it up a little bit. Other than that. I'd keep uh, keep the same starting eleven. Nice, nice. And um, do you think is this a good game for Campbell to get his first goal? Do you think he's not scored? Hopefully, yet? oh yeah, hopefully. Like you know what he offers in terms of his running, and uh, you know he's closing down and, and whatever else. So hopefully he can uh, get on one of the end of Sauber's crosses. Like it, I like it, and particularly like we said. Drag, uh, you know, I would hate again. Not, I don't know why I'm putting myself as a defender in, in these instances, but uh, I would hate to play against Fraser Campbell, yeah. uh, you know, because he's just a nuisance, isn't he? Yeah. Which is exactly what you want. So I think that's a really good shout. Uh, Joe, what about yourself? Have you, have you gone for any interesting changes? Brung someone in from out the cold? No, I really haven't. I, I left it unchanged. Um, yeah, I left it unchanged, but actually, after what Marcus said, I think I'd agree. I think uh, it's probably a game for Fraser, like the, the Luton away game. Um, I think that proved that that was a game for Fraser rather than Wardy. Although Wardy just scored two before, so you can't really drop him. But I think this is the sort of game for Fraser. We want to get in the face. We want to we want to push their defenders. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think unchanged bar bar Campbell would be the way to go for this match. And I think I think that's again again very good uh, very good logic and reasoning behind that. The interesting one is I I don't know whether you bring Karoma back in for this game. Because uh, obviously he didn't start, and Holmes actually, in fairness to him, had a very good game. Got the goal, that sealed the win on Saturday. Uh, that's the one I've been playing with. I think I would put Karama back in for this, just because um, I feel a bit hard on Holmes. But I, I wonder if benching him on Saturday, you know, for him to play on Wednesday to fire him up a little bit might might be because he's not really got going this season. But again, he's he's a young player. Uh, the other one I was debating as well. Apparently, I had the team news. Pearson's got a bit of a stomach virus, but he can play. Um, but not in an arrogant way. I don't know if we need to risk him really for this. And obviously we've got Bournemouth at the weekend. So I'd maybe bring Saar back in uh, if we if we you know want to give Pearson an extra couple of days to be fit. Although we, I do think Pearson are probably better suited for this. So they're the only two I'm thinking of. But like you say, we're winning, we're playing well. Can't really um, tinker with it too much. So uh, that's interesting, but it's been a short but sweet pod, really. But um, I think we've covered some good stuff. But uh, how do you see the game going, lads? I'll come to you, Marcus. How how do you think this one's going to go, and what's your score prediction? Uh, I'm feeling confident for the game, definitely. Um, I'm going to predict a one nil win for Town. Nice. Who who's going to get the goal? Um, I'm going to say O'Brien. Lovely. Yeah, I'd say O'Brien. Clean sheet as well, so it'll be a bonus. Exactly. Just think of what if I don't know if Lee Nichols will have a clean sheet bonus, but you know, probably deserves it. I could see him <laughs> time wasting in this one. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> Joe, what about you? How do you see this one going? I've gone 2 0. 
quite confident about it. Um, with Sonani and O'Brien score in no particular order, <laughs> as long as they do. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I'm glad you lads have both gone for a win, but I, I've gone for a draw uh, because I'm going to the game and then it seems to win this season when I go. <laughs> so um, I'm going for a one-all draw. I, ju- I do just think I hate Lee Bowyer as a manager. Uh, and, and to be honest, when he was a player, he wasn't particularly nice boy then either. Um, and I just, I wonder if it's one of these where obviously we beat Hull, but Birmingham, I do just see him getting a goal out of nothing. Like, just, I don't know, because they have got better players and I don't know. Just feel it, just got a feeling. I hope I'm wrong. I, I think, I think Hart says we probably will win this, but I think Head's just, I've got one and I'll draw. So I'm going for Sinani to get one, but I just, Whenever I've seen Town play in Birmingham, I think um was it last season we drew one all at home as well and it was kind of their goal came from nothing or I, I, I just feel like we draw to him quite a lot. So um yeah, I'm I'm going for a one all, but I hope I'm wrong. We will see. I'd read a I'd read a couple of crazy stats as well. The last home win we got against him was in the FA Cup in two thousand and eight. Really? And the last home league win we got against him was in nineteen ninety six. So we've got an absolutely shocking uh, 2008. Was that the uh, was that the Chris Brandon winner? Yeah, that yeah. the one. Yeah, that was that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Beckett scored. Yeah, Beckett. Yeah, Beckett and Brandon got the winner, didn't he? But oh. yeah, I can't believe that we've got such a bad home record against him. Yeah, look at you dropping that in right oh, at the yeah, end. I Just like as that. people are winding down, like it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd have been gutted if I'd have let that one slip through without. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Hence my reasoning. But who knows? Maybe me going to the game, I'll break the duck, and you know we'll all be chatting about a win. We will see. But um, really enjoyed that, lads. Anyway, um, as always, you've probably seen me drinking this for the YouTube subscribers. We are sponsored by Magic Rock. I've been having a, a little can of sorcery while recording. Probably why I'm in a in a good mood. Uh, if you are going to the match tomorrow, uh, I will be going to the tap room before. And uh, I know I'm not the only town fan who does that. So they are sponsors, but, uh, you know, go and head down because we all know you can have fun at Magic Rock. Joe came back from Amsterdam just for Magic Rock. No, it was yeah. for other things as well, but he had a bloody good time. I seem yeah. to remember. Yeah, it was good. From what we remember, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, thanks to Marcus and Jeff for coming on. Thanks to you all for listening. And we'll be back to preview Bournemouth uh, later this week. So make sure to come back for that. Cheers. Oh, what a night. Late in May in 2017. Shinder scored. It was a heavy dream. What a Wagner singing, we are Premier League The greatest sight in Georgia Square did see What an evening, what a night Oh, I, I got a funny feeling when he walks And a fan Commentator yelled, he takes that chance Oh, what a night Lost so safe and mesmerizing me 
Low, low charge and flattened all Chelsea Stamford Bridge or Water Night Whoa, I I got a funny feeling when he walks And a fence and then The commentator yelled he takes a chance Oh, what a night Oh, what a night Oh, what a night Oh, what a night Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Automate delivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.